Happy Valentine's Day, all you lovers. In the spirit of Valentine's Day, in the spirit of love, the verse that we're going to read from today is from John chapter 14. And we're going to start off in verse 15. Let me pull it up real quick here. Verse 15 says, If you love me, keep my commandments. These are the words of Jesus. He says, If you love me, keep my commandments. When we say, We love God, I love Jesus. You know, I've heard that so many times from so many different people. Yeah, I love God. I love Jesus. What does that mean? Can we measure that? Or can we, how, how do we know that's true? How can we prove that that is true? Well, when we jump over to verse 21, Jesus continues and says, He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him, and I will reveal myself to him. So how do we know that we love God? It is proven by a lifestyle of obedience to his word. In verse 23, Jesus says, If a man loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. The words which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. So, clearly from this chapter, we can see that how do we know we love God? Because our lifestyle will be one of obedience to the word of God. And if our lifestyle is not in obedience to the Word of God, no matter how many times I say I love Jesus, I don't because my lifestyle is not in obedience to the Word of God. Not my standards. That's what Jesus said. Now, I believe it is possible to do all of the, the things that the Bible says to, to live a, a good life, a religious life, where on the outside it looks like you've been obedient to God, but not really have a relationship with God at all, not really love Christ at all. Let me give you a Bible verse to back that up. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And on that day, many people will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I can't think of a scarier Bible verse than that or a scarier, scarier scenario than that where you show up and you're full of confidence in front of God and you give him the whole list of things of all you've done for him. And he says, I don't know you. I never had a relationship with you. But on the outward appearance, I'm sure it would have looked like these people who were prophesying and casting out demons and doing all these mighty works in the name of Jesus. I'm sure if you looked at them, you would probably say, oh yeah, that is a person who lives, you know, is a Christian, is it lives in obedience to the word of God. But Jesus says otherwise. He says, I don't know who you are. I, I don't, I had no relationship with you. Depart from me. What does this have to do with lust, sexual temptations, and this struggle that we have against those things? If you've ever found yourself in a spot where you've said, man, I've tried everything. I've done all the things. I've tried all the different methods, uh, gimmicks, hacks, whatever it may be. I've done all of it, but I still messed up. I still relapsed. What, what's going on? What's the deal here? I can guarantee you that you can trace that back to a faulty relationship with Jesus Christ or no relationship with Jesus Christ. Because in and of themselves, these hacks, these things that we can do in order to prevent ourselves from looking at porn, like internet filters, accountability partners, whatever it may be, journaling, these are all good things. But in and of themselves, they were never meant to give you freedom. They were never meant to give you hope. We've been talking about identity over the past 
month or so and how true identity change affects true behavior change. You really can't have true behavior change unless you shift in your mind who you are. But it's possible that you can, you know, do all of these things, but not have that mental shift in your mind. And the same is true with Christianity. You can do all of these things. You can, you know, you can live a life that on the outside, it looks like this person is, a, is, an, is obedient to the word of God. He goes to church. He goes to Bible study. He sings on the worship team. He has a podcast where he's talking about all these Bible verses. And, you know, on the outward, on the outside, everything looks good. But on the inside, it could be a completely different story. And if that's the case, it won't be long before it gets exposed, before you run out of yourself, of hope in yourself. So when it comes to our fight against lust and sexual temptations, it's so easy to focus on the things that we can uh, control, the things that we can do. So, hey, five steps to overcoming porn. Yeah, let's do it. Like, Give me five steps. Give me something tangible that we can do. Give me something to read or give me a podcast that I can give me these steps. Okay, I need to get rid of social media. Okay, I'll do that. I need to have an accountability partner, put up a filter or start going to this event or what, whatever it may be. Start journaling, start breathing techniques, start transmutation. All good things, right? I'm not downplaying any of those things. But unless they flow from a relationship with Jesus Christ, they will fail. They were never meant to give you true fulfillment, true freedom true satisfaction. And this is so much more than just lust and sexual temptations or any temptation or addiction that you may be facing. This is so much more than just, oh, stop doing bad things and start doing good things. No, this is tapping into the very reason that we were created, and that is to have communion with God. In verse 21, it says, when when you do the commandments, when, when Jesus says, if you keep my commandments, That's the person who loves me, and I will love him, and I will reveal myself to him. Then in verse 23, it says, If a man loves me, and he will keep my word, my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. It's it's so much more than just these superficial things, while they are strong and and important and have, you know, when it comes to temptations, it's it's a real thing. But so much greater than that is our relationship with Jesus Christ, because that's where true change stems from. The life that we are trying to live, we cannot do on our own. It all comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ, a lifestyle of obedience to him that flows as a direct result of our love for him. And as we draw closer to Christ, as we begin to read his word and worship in his presence and just spend time growing and and, and knowing and you know, seeking to seeking God's face, we'll see that our desires change. The way we look at sex and pornography and all these things associated with it, it all changes. The way we look at the other opposite sex or, or our spouse of, of so many, every aspect of our life, it begins to change as a result of that relationship with God. Not as, not as the cause to that relationship, but as an effect of that relationship. I want us to keep this in mind. It's very important for us to keep it in mind. It's very intuitive to focus in on the areas where we struggle. But it's counterintuitive to focus on the relationship with God and leave these other things to the side for a second. And I want us to focus on our relationship with God, especially in the times where we feel like, man, I've done everything. I've tried all the things, but I still keep messing up. Well, let me ask you, what's your relationship with God like? Have you read your word? Have you spent time in the presence of God, just worshiping him and just seeking his face? Well, if not, 
then you are doing things out of your own power. You're not doing things out of the love that God that, that comes from God. You're doing things out of your own strength. And it will only be a matter of time before it depletes, before it ends. But when we are tapped into our relationship with Jesus Christ, we will see that so many things just start to naturally fall into place. And I'm not going to say that life gets easy or temptations just go away and all of a sudden you become a saint. No, there is a process involved. But the power to live a life that pleases God comes from God and He will give that power to us so that we can live a life that pleases Him. True hope, true freedom, true fulfillment is not found in anything other than the person of Jesus Christ. Amen.